Teen Life Coach Podcast. I'm your host, Sammy, and today we are talking about family conflict. Hi, guys. Thank you so much for being here today. How is everybody doing? Are you excited for Christmas? Every day my six-year-old gets out of bed and asks Alexa, how many days until Christmas? My teen is secretly excited for Christmas too, but he's too much like his dad who thinks being excited isn't macho enough. But I don't think it matters what age you are. You can get excited about Christmas. It's a busy time for a lot of you who are finishing up finals and getting through your end of semester projects. Plus, Christmas is fast approaching, so there is a lot going on. And then there's this added amount of anxiety because holidays typically involve getting together with family members, and that can be kind of nerve-wracking for some of you. Even myself, and I'm an adult, which, by the way, adults still worry about a lot of the same things you do. Just because we are adults does not mean that we have it all figured out. Actually, in fact, we probably never will. <laughs> but we like to pretend. <laughs> we like to pretend that we have it all figured out. So I recently received a message from a teen asking for some help because he was having a lot of anxiety about people coming over to visit and gather for the holidays. And so I kind of wanted to do an episode today to talk to you guys about why you're feeling anxious about people coming over and some things that you can do to help with that. But before we get into our topic, let's do our listener shout out. This is from Maggie. She says, thank you so much for this podcast. This podcast has helped me a lot through my struggles and becoming a better person. It is so relatable. Thank you so much, Mikkel and Sammy. Also, could you do more podcasts on self-love and confidence? Thank you for that review, Maggie. I actually have some good ones planned for next year on self-confidence and self-love. So stay tuned for those. Mikkel did a really helpful episode about family and holidays last year, and that is episode 37 if you want to go back and listen to that podcast, okay? There's a reason why we feel unsettled about family getting together, and it usually is because we fear that something is going to go wrong. Our brain likes to play out all the scenarios of the things that can go wrong like so-and-so saying this, or so-and-so saying that, or the food not turning out right, or wearing the wrong outfit, or having to talk to a certain person, or what do I do when that uncle wants to give me a hug and I don't want him to touch me, that kind of thing, right? The good news about this year is that you can just use COVID as an excuse to not want to hug anybody you don't want to hug. I mean, that's one good thing happening because of COVID, right? Because we are all humans and we all think differently inside our brains, we don't always agree with one another, which can kind of end up in an awkward situation. And our brains don't like it when someone disagrees with us. So it's very natural for us to not like conflict. We desire connection and love, and conflict doesn't typically provide those things. So not liking arguments and disagreements is very normal because we love to bond with people and connect with them. And conflicts between people kind of do the opposite of that. It pushes us away from each other. It feels very uncomfortable when others get upset at us or judge and criticize us or yell or accuse us of doing something wrong. And it may not even be us that it is happening to, 
but watching it happen to someone else is just as bad or sometimes even worse. So I wanted to talk about handling family conflict with you and hopefully give you some help on how to better handle this. And these are kind of some things from my experience that I'm going to share with you. There are five beliefs that I have adopted so that when I have family around, it helps me to get along better with them and minimize that awkwardness feeling and minimize the conflict and that tug of war between people, okay? So the first thought I love to believe is that how people think about me says something about them and not me. So if someone doesn't like me or is judging me harshly, it says something about who they are and their ability to love. Some people don't have a very big capacity to love others for who they are, and that's okay. It doesn't mean that you are less worthy of love. I love to believe I am amazing, and if someone can't see that, it's kind of like a bummer for them and they'll miss out on me. So it's their loss and I'm just going to keep being me. I like to think of humans as ice cream flavors. And I remember growing up and my dad always loved those little Ben and Jerry's carts of ice cream and Cherry Garcia was his favorite. And I would watch him eat the Cherry Garcia and I'd be like, that is so gross <laughs> because it's cherries and dark chocolate. And I don't like my fruit and my chocolate mixed together, but it doesn't mean that there's anything wrong with Cherry Garcia flavored ice cream. It just means that I can't appreciate it and I don't have the taste to enjoy it. And so humans are kind of like that. We're all different flavors. And so just because somebody doesn't like vanilla or Cherry Garcia doesn't mean that there's anything wrong with those flavors of ice cream. The second thought I love to believe is that I can't control other people's thoughts about me, okay? If I were to give you the best advice for the rest of your life, I would tell you to give up on trying to control others' thoughts about yourself. Yes, I just told you to give up on something, which is not usually what I say. But you can't control other people's thoughts about you. You can't get inside someone's brain and make them think certain things about you. It's just not possible. Okay, so this doesn't mean you be a mean person and do whatever you want to people. That's not what I'm saying here. Okay, so don't confuse that with what I'm saying. But when we try to control how others think about us, we end up not being ourselves. And when you stop worrying about what other people are thinking about you or trying to control their thoughts about you, your life will completely change. When you stop trying to be the person that you think other people want you to be, that is when you will start to feel so less anxious. The third belief I love to believe is it's okay for people to be wrong about me even family. There are things that we all judge ourselves on harshly. I sometimes don't like things about myself and I'm okay to admit that. If someone wants to mention all the bad things about me, that's fine. We can compare lists because I have my own list that's pretty complete. <laughs> but on the other hand, I am also okay if people have things on that list that they're wrong about. Okay, letting people be wrong about you gives you freedom. Not everyone is going to like you. It's just not possible. People are allowed to judge you and have an opinion of you. So give people permission to have an opinion of you. The reason why 
we don't want people to not like us is because what we make that mean. So what does it mean when someone doesn't like you or judges you? We think that because this person doesn't like me or judges me, it means that we're unlikable. And that's not true. Okay, we are all 100% likable. Someone's opinion of you doesn't change that fact. Okay, fourth, I believe it's not my job to convince others to adopt my beliefs or my way of thinking. It's not my responsibility to try to change them and their beliefs. Okay, so my only task when I'm around family and friends is to love them just as they are. Typically, family gatherings where people try to convince others to take on their ideas never really goes well. (laughs) I've tried, trust me. And right now, especially, there are a lot of opinions going on with politics and mask wearing, kids in or not in school, COVID policies, all of it. So loving someone doesn't mean that you have to agree with them and you don't have to agree with anybody to be worthy of their love. Okay, so it's not your job and responsibility to change them. That is what they have life experiences for. And life will give us all the experiences we need. (laughs) All right. The last one is I like to believe that everybody is doing the best they can. When I believe this, I feel more compassion for those around me. And it is easier to find the things that they are doing right It's very easy to look at people and make a list of all the things that they are doing wrong, but that doesn't help me feel good when I do that. So it's actually part of our design in our brains that we judge and assess our environment for survival. When I believe everyone is doing the best they can, I am able to feel more love towards them. And feeling love towards your family and connecting with them and appreciating them is what the holidays are all about. So let's review these beliefs really quick. Number one, how people think about me says something about them. Number two, I can't control other people's thoughts about me. Number three, it's okay for someone to be wrong about me. Number four, it's not my job to change them. And number five, people are doing the best they can. All right, you guys, I want to know if you can adopt any of these beliefs these next couple of weeks as your family is gathering and let me know how it goes. I want to know what helps you and what doesn't and what questions you guys have. All right, see you next week. If you or someone you know could use some extra help in one of my one-on-one coaching programs, go to my website, knowingup.com to learn about the programs that I offer to teens and their parents. That's K-N-O-W-I-N-G-U-P.com.